If you feel like you're stuck in a music teacher island and you're ready to throw in the towel, you're not alone and this episode is for you. You're listening to That Music Podcast with Bryson Tarbett, the curriculum designer and educational consultant behind That Music Teacher and the Elementary Music Summit. Each week, Bryson and his guests will dive into the reality of being an elementary music teacher and how music can truly be transformative in the lives of the students you serve. Show notes and resources mentioned in this episode can be found at thatmusicteacher.com. This episode is brought to you by the free elementary music newbie guide. We all know that you can't learn it all in four years, but the sad reality is that many new music teachers don't feel prepared for the elementary music classroom. In this free guide, we'll work through four of the most important things when it comes to being successful as an elementary music teacher. To grab your guide, head on over to thatmusicteacher.com newbie. Again, that's thatmusicteacher.com N-E-W-B-I-E. Hello and welcome back to this episode of That Music Podcast. I'm so excited that you've joined me for what is likely to be a discussion that kind of comes from the heart. Um, over the past few years, I've definitely had a lot of conversations with other music teachers about how easy it is to feel like we're stuck on an island as music teachers. Even within our own district, sometimes we feel like we are just the only one doing our thing and we're the only one that kind of understand the unique set of of problems that we have as elementary music teachers. Um, And I wanted to talk about that today because it is one of the most frustrating things. And I want to talk about one, I want to validate that, you know, you are not the only person that feels this way. You are not the only person that feels like you are screaming into the void sometimes. And I also wanted to give some of my tips that I use to make sure that I feel like I'm grounded and have some roots spread out so that I'm not necessarily feeling like I'm on Music Teacher Island, at least all the time. So what is Music Teacher Island? While I'm sure some of us don't need the explanation, for those of us that don't quite understand the the expression, Music Teacher Island is that feeling where we as music teachers are so isolated within the educational silo of quote-unquote music land that we feel like no one really understands the battles that we have to fight and no one is really there to kind of bounce ideas off of and get some camaraderie with. I'm not saying that any other subject teacher doesn't have issues like this, uh, but one thing that I will say is that, you know, even in my super small elementary school, there are at least two grades or two teachers per grade. So at least you have somebody else to kind of put, throw some ideas off of. But when it comes to music teacher land, it's me. I'm, <laughs> I'm the only one there. I'm the only one that is able to talk. You know, I can't necessarily talk about this with someone else. I mean, there is another elementary music teacher in the district, um, but we teach in opposite buildings. Our schedules don't align and we don't really get to see each other much in that capacity. So even though I, you know, I'm not the only elementary music teacher in my district, sometimes it feels like it because we don't have that opportunity to collaborate as much as I wish we did. I feel like I've done a pretty good job at navigating the the trickiness of being on Music Teacher Island. Um, and sometimes that kind of came as, you know, because I kind of shoved my way into situations here and there to make sure that I felt like I was a part of the schools that I teach at. On top of being a music teacher, I'm also a traveling music teacher. So I actually have two different schools that I teach at. So that adds another layer of isolation to it that I know a lot of you are also feeling as well. What's really interesting about 
the tips that I kind of thought of when I was thinking of tips to combat, you know, the music teacher Island was a lot of them were very similar to the ways that I make sure that I'm not isolated between my buildings or make sure that I'm not kind of doing my own thing, that I feel like I'm a part of each of the buildings that I teach at, um, which I think is a really unique connection. So let's talk about some of those ways that we can acknowledge that, yes, it is very easy for us as music teachers to feel isolated, to feel like we're stuck in our own little silo, but there are things that we can do and things that we can set up that can at least help the process to make us feel like we are more a part of the educational system. We are part, you know, we have that camaraderie, but also building a, a, a network of mentors that we can lean on when we need to. My first tip is to make sure that you are a part of your school. And I know sometimes you have to shove your way in. So that's, you know, something that can take a little bit of time. I know one thing that I did when I started teaching was I made sure that I ate lunch out of my classroom. I ate lunch in the teacher's lounge or, you know, wherever the teachers were eating. And I, I made sure that I was out of my classroom so that I could make sure that I was seen at one, just seen outside of my classroom, but also that I'm able to build a relationship with the other teachers um, in the school inside or outside of the classroom. And I think that that is something that is really, I don't want to say paid dividends because it's not like I'm investing in my friends, um, but it's really been, it's really allowed me to have the kind of system support system that I have at that school. And also the type of camaraderie that I have is because I make sure that I'm part of some of these conversations. I know that there are some times where leaving the um, <laughs> leaving the, the teacher's lounge is the best part for your mental health. So I would definitely do that if that is the case. Um, but I think getting out of the music classroom and, you know, being able to talk with other teachers um, can be a great way to just build camaraderie between peers, but also sometimes for us to get to know what we each other do do because, you know, we, we think we have this understanding of what it means to be a teacher, whether it means to be a music teacher, what it means to be a second grade teacher. But the reality is, it's likely we've never done the other job. So just being able to kind of talk about our days can get a little bit of understanding of just what's going on in our lives. The second thing that I started doing when I started teaching that I think was the best thing I could have done was I just made sure that the kids saw me outside of my classroom. Um, I don't know about you, but my music classroom is basically as far away from any other classroom as is allowed. You know, is is as allowed. It's basically on the other side of the school, right next to the the cafeteria. So it's I it's a little bit of a hike sometimes to go visit the other end of the school. But I make it a priority to whenever I get to my elementary school from my middle school. So every day I start the, the day, basically halfway through the day, I move to a different school. Um, whenever I get to that different, my second school, I walk the length of the school. I just do a loop. I think it's great to get some steps in, helps me reset and get ready for the rest of the day. But it also lets me say hi to the students. You know, maybe they're in the back, they're going to the bathroom or, you know, washing their hands in the hallway and thinking, oh, Mr. Tarbe, oh, you're here. And it's just a great way to not only be able to connect with students and other teachers, you know, as we get a wave in the hallway, but also it's a great way to make sure that you aren't the music teacher that is, you know, just hunkered in their corner all the time, that you're able to be the, the teacher, the students are able to associate you with learning outside of that classroom. So I know I've talked a lot about building camaraderie and building that support system in your school, but I know that sometimes we, even if we have really good relationships with other teachers in our building, it, they're not music teachers. And that can be a real struggle, which is why, honestly, <laughs> the whole reason that music teacher exists 
is because I was needing that connection when, you know, I was teaching actually outside of the music classroom, working in the special ed realm. And I, I wanted that connection with other music teachers. I missed it. I wanted to live vicariously through their classrooms. And as I transitioned into the music classroom to here where I am today, I've really relied on that community of online music educators to really be my own small professional learning committee. And, you know, I don't, I'm not sure if your, your district has, you know, these, the, you know, teacher-based teams and things like that, but I really rely on the music ed people on TikTok and on Instagram and in these Facebook groups to really provide some insight into what's happening in other classrooms to allow me to kind of bounce things off of ideas off of them, but also to learn from and to, to mentor and to be mentored by. And I think that if you are feeling like you're in a situation where you don't necessarily have the connections to other music teachers that you wish in your district or in your building, Find some that don't, they might not even live in the same country as you. They might not even be in the same time zone. They might be all all the way across the world. But that doesn't mean you guys can't help each other. That doesn't mean you guys can't make this wonderful um, connection to allow you guys to be part of that community that you need so that you don't feel like you are at least completely on Music Teacher Island in your schools. I don't want you to be listening there and thinking, well, yeah, just do the things that's going to help. You know, there are some situations where you are basically working against a broken system where for the last few years or however long, the norm has been the music teacher shows up, they teach their music lessons and then they leave. I challenge that norm. (laughs) I think that our role as music teachers is so much more than performing concerts. It's so much more than teaching Ta and TT and, and Do Re Mi. I think that the type of character education and teamwork and camaraderie that happens in our classroom is incredibly beneficial for our students. And I think it's really important for us to remember that the content we teach is music. The tool that we use to go through our content is singing, is dancing, is playing, is making using instruments. But the reality is so many of the goals that we have for our students, especially when it comes down to those character goals and the social emotional learning goals, are the same goals that the rest of our building has. So whenever we can find those commonalities, whenever we're able to connect with other teachers in our district, in our building, in our, you know, in our, our world, that allows us to make sure that we are on the same page so that we can really do what needs to be done for our students. Whether we like it or not, oftentimes the burden of being inserted into a community and is kind of falls on us, you know, and I don't think that's necessarily all the time a malicious move. You know, the rest of our teachers, they're crazy busy too. And sometimes they don't even realize that they're not necessarily including you the way that you hope would have hoped. So sometimes it comes down to us saying, hey, can I come? Or hey, can I sit here? I know that's awkward. I know that can be frustrating and that can you know bring us back to, to high school. And But I think it's really important for us to remember that sometimes we have to take the first step Sometimes we have to be the people that say, hey, I feel like I'm on an island. Can I come join you for a little bit? And I think that is a a great way to get started. It's not a great solution to fix everything, but it's a step towards the solution. And I think that as long as we surround ourselves by, with people that 
help us understand what we need, what we don't need, and kind of allow us to have that community of support, whether they be music teachers or not. That is what is going to help us. Whether or not we get off of Music Teacher Island, at least we can make it the Paradise Island we always wished of when we were playing those games as kids of, you know, Desert Island. If you found this episode helpful at all, I would love if you left a review. That really helps me see what kind of episodes people are liking, what people want more of. Um, and tag me on Instagram, at that music teacher. I would love for you to share a screenshot of this episode. Share it with your music teacher bestie. I really appreciate you putting me in your earbuds every week and making sure that whether you're driving to work, whether you're working out, whether you're just sitting there with your earpods and listening to this episode, I really appreciate you taking the time and listening to me and being a part of the That Music